0: Welcome, everyone, to this episode of the Palmetto Guardian. I'm Sergeant Chelsea Baker, and today we have some special guests. Um, I'm going to let everybody introduce themselves, and then we're just going to kind of go right into it. So if I can start with you, Sergeant Cashin.
1: All right. I'm Sergeant First Class Joe Cashin, the NCOIC of the 108th Public Affairs Detachment.
2: Okay. Uh, Staff Sergeant Jerry Boffin, also with the 108th Public Affairs Detachment.
3: And I'm Specialist Joe Lining, also with the 108th Public Affairs
0: so obviously, everybody is a part of the One O Eighth Public Affairs Attachment that is here today. So this podcast is kind of just going behind the scenes of the camera and meeting the people who are going out and covering all these different units and the training and tasks that they do. So I want to start with Sergeant Cashin. How exactly did you get to where you are today? Because <laughs> a lot of people don't really know, like we've talked about public affairs on the podcast. We've done several videos on it, but people still don't understand what our job is, what we do. So I kind of want you to like explain a little bit about, about that.
1: So in my former military life, I was a (laughs) 11 Bravo, 11 series infantry guy back um, when I first got in the military almost 32 years ago. And I didn't have any idea what public affairs was. and never heard of it. And I was in the old Winsboro unit in 1999 as a spec four over there. And, uh, one day, I just happened to run into a recruiter when I was doing some split training, and at the t- at that point in time, I was into the radio field. I'd gotten into some local radio, and you know, I told the recruiter about that, and he said, hey, there's a uh, public affairs detachment in Columbia. He said, would you like to be a part of that? And I thought, what? <laughs> <laughs> who, who are those people, and what do they do? I said, yeah. absolutely, I'd love to do that, because I'd been infantry for 10 years, and I was kind of looking for something else to do, and I said, how do I sign up? Where do I go? And you know, one thing led to another, and about you know, four or five months later, I was uh, part of what was then the 382nd Mobile Public Affairs Detachment, which was a part of the North Carolina unit. We came back as the 108 in 2006, but in you know, 1999 I joined the unit and you know, went off to, to broadcast school at the Defense Information School to be a, a 46 Romeo broadcaster. And not long after that, we deployed to Bosnia and Herzegovina. Mm-hmm. That was a great deployment; loved it. Got you know got promoted out of the deal, and you know. Ever since then, almost you know, 21 years later, I'm I'm still here in the unit, <laughs> logging the tooth, ready to retire. But uh, it's been a great ride. I love this. I love this field. So many changes technologically, mm-hmm. and just all the people uh, that that have come through and the commanders that I've worked for. It's just, it's been wonderful. I have loved every minute of it.
0: Yeah. Now, can you kind before we move on? Can you kind of explain what we do as public affairs?
1: We tell the army story. Our job is to go out and tell the story of the National Guard, the South Carolina National Guard, what we do, what what soldiers do, the lead, what the leaders do. You know, cuz because the, you know, most of us even wearing the uniform don't even really know what it is that we do and our mm-hmm. job is to tell the public what it is that the South Carolina Guard does whether that's, you know, emergency response, you know, disco kind of things, obviously hurricanes, have been a huge part of what we've done over the last, you know, ten to fifteen years. Uh, you know, c- civil unrest. We've seen that this particular year whatever it is, training events, you know things that will tell the story to the public and do it in a positive way because there's a lot of times that you know the public just doesn't know mm-hmm. they don't understand what it is that we do when we put a uniform on and you know there's a lot, there are a lot of misconceptions out there about what the guard does, but I mean our our people uh, the men and women of the guard, our leaders, soldiers, airmen, everybody we we do such you know good things out there that that never get publicized and our job is to go out there and buy. The written word by you know, imagery, photographs, video, you know, stuff like this, a podcast, mm-hmm. we, we tell that story. That's what we're supposed to do.
0: Exactly. And I like that you mentioned that there's people that still don't um, know what the guard does because, I mean, it's proven fact right in front of us that all of us didn't even know that public affairs existed because all of us came from another MOS. And when you're infantry, when you're an MP, when you're a medic, you um, a lot of times, the lower enlisted soldiers, they just see it as their unit. They don't know as a whole, unless they've like deployed or they've worked with other units or been a part of big exercises, they might not even know anything other than what their job is that they do um, on the weekend. So it's nice to be able to um, go out and experience those different units and show to the public not only that unit and their families, but the whole guard and the whole South Carolina—that this is what we do, and these are the things that we are capable of doing—and it's just awesome to be able to be a part of that.
1: I can't tell you how many times I've been out to cover a unit, whether that's at an annual training, whether that's a you know a specific training exercise, whether it is a real-world disc event with a camera in hand, and had somebody say. What are you doing? Uh-huh. And what is that job? <laughs> you know, what do you do with the stuff that that you get? I mm-hmm. mean, is there a job that that you know that <laughs> employs you to take pictures and shoot video? I, and my answer is yes, there most certainly is. That's mm-hmm. what we do. Well, that's we're out here to tell your story, and I can't tell you how many times over twenty one plus years. You know, that I've heard that that, you know, like you say, there are a lot of people that wear the uniform that don't know about us. I and mean, mm-hmm. you know, we, we need to do a better job of telling telling our story and telling their story too.
0: Yeah, exactly. Well, Sergeant Boffin, I wanna um, talk with you next because you aren't a South Carolina native. You came down, but what's your story exactly on how you got into the guard and what led you to becoming a part of public affairs?
2: So it's it's um not actually that unlike Sergeant Cashins and in- Maybe 20 years later it happened, but <laughs> I spent my first six years as a medic. I uh, went through all that and then actually kind of lucked into it. I was going to college as an English major. I wanted to be a writer, and um, that didn't all work out. But at the time, my roommate's girlfriend was in a public affairs detachment, and I uh, was like, hey, you know, you're getting ready to be done being a medic. Why don't you look into this? Like, I know you like the writing stuff and all that. And so I was kind of tossing the idea around, um, floated it up to my chain of command. We had some sort of critical missions going on at the time. They couldn't let me go <clears throat> until my contract was up. But in the meantime, I actually went to the Dominican Republic uh, as a medic, supported some Marine Corps engineers to build a school and um, sort of like a rec center. And while I was there, it's it's kind of neat how it worked out. There was a public affairs officer came Flew in, um, was taking pictures and stuff. So I got to kind of chat to him about it. Um, He kind of sold me on the idea. So after that mission, my contract ended. I got into public affairs, Uh, went to Dimfo's 46 Quebec series, Um, Because I thought I want to be a writer.
1: um, (laughs) You think you're Mickey Spillane? You think you're a writer?
2: (laughs) So after doing that, uh, that introduced me to the photography and the video side of it more. And um, started to kind of kick off a passion on that. And then I finished the training there. Was home for 43 days. Deployed to Kosovo. And then worked for the same public affairs officer that I had met in the Dominican Republic that was taking pictures of us building the hospital or the school rather. Um, so the kind of small world all came around. And then that was 2009 into 10 and um has been 11 ever since. I mean, I-, I think it's the best job in the army you could have. And the cool thing about it. So like I, I talked about building the school, like mm-hmm. people don't know, that, that's something that the Guard does, that the Army does, that the Marine Corps does. I mean, we were with Marine Corps Reservists. Um, the Navy was out there. They were also building stuff. Uh, it was around the same time that the hurricanes or the earthquakes had hit Haiti. Mm-hmm. It's on the same island. So we were helping out with that stuff some, too. Um, we're not just, you know, the go Army commercials where they're rolling tanks in and flying helicopters. There's a lot of other th- uh, civil outreach stuff, uh, just a wide berth of things that we can do for— our civilians here in the states um other countries in need and it's awesome to get to see it to get to publicize it and to get to kind of help boost the morale of our guys that are maybe in some tough areas Mm -hmm. um they're not always easy missions you know sometimes you're sleeping in not the best conditions and you're away from your family but um if they can get recognized a little bit that kind of helps them feel better about what they're doing too
0: yeah, I I was going to ask you, but you kind of answered my question, I guess, is did you originally, before all this, have a passion for photography, but I guess it started with your writing, and then you kind of got led into it, um, so it's always, it's cool to see everybody's background, like certain Cashin was in the radio and broadcasting, and you were in writing, and how those things led you to being a part of public affairs, and how it, you've been tremendous assets to this job in all the events and things that we've covered but now i definitely want to talk to specialist lining over here because he's one of our newer soldiers and you came from which unit did you come from again
3: Uh, i came from bravo battery of the first 178th field artillery in clinton okay
0: and so you just recently went through school and all that so i kind of want to hear about your story of how you got to public affairs and um and all that kind of stuff
3: so, my public affairs story, I would say it starts when I was about 9 or 10 years old. Mm-hmm. My oldest brother gathered me and all my brothers up. So there's 5 of us total. He gathered us all up and he was like, "Hey guys, we're going to make a movie." And I was like, my 9-year-old <laughs> brain was like, "What? Like, you can't do that. You can't just make a movie. Like, what are you talking about?" So he, you know, he explained. He's like, "Oh, we're going to get a camera. We're going to buy all these toy guns. We're going to get fireworks. We're going to do this whole like spec ops." movie thing in our backyard well it never happened we never did it (laughs) but it kind of inspired me and my younger brothers we all eventually like kind of took up that whole movie making idea and we're like yeah let's do it so we bought a camera we wrote a script we made our own stories and stuff and we started making kind of goofy comedy short films for YouTube. And a lot of it was, like, stuff that we stole from other movies or video games or, like, stuff that we liked, like, ripping lines or even scenes straight out of them and just kind of recreating them. Uh, It was really goofy, like, fun stuff. So that was kind of where I got my interest in doing video and visual art, that kind of thing. And then when I was 17, I joined the National Guard. I had no idea uh, what I was going to do. The recruiter was like, what job do you want? I said, I don't know. I want to do something fun. Mm -hmm. He was like, well, what's your idea of fun? I was like, well, I don't know. I like doing physical stuff. I I love explosions. You know, I'm I'm a big pyro. So he was like, well, we have artillery. So I was like, yeah, let me do that. That sounds like fun. So I joined artillery. Did that for six years. And eventually started realizing it wasn't all the fun and games I thought it would be. I mean, we had had a lot of fun, but it was one of those things where the amount of time you're spending doing the fun stuff, actually blowing things up is pretty small compared to everything else that you have to do. A lot of it's just sitting around waiting. A lot of it's just dirty physical work. And, (laughs) you know, it was fun. I'm glad I did it, but I was kind of ready to move on to something else. Um, And at some point, uh, Lieutenant Dorgan, who... Uh, does public affairs stuff too, uh, n- she knew that I had a camera and like I did photography and stuff. And she said, why don't you do PA? And I said, what's PA? <laughs> and she was like, well, it's public affairs. We go around and we do kind of news type work and cover what the National Guard's doing in the state. And so I started asking about it. She put me in contact with the old commander, which was Captain Muckenfoos, mm-hmm. set up a meeting with Sergeant Cashin. Uh, I came down and met him, showed him some of the pictures I'd done, told him you Uh, that I was interested in, you know, filling the spot you guys needed. And it took a while because I had, at that time, I was still recovering from a back injury, so I was on a profile. I couldn't go to a school or anything like that. Um, So it took a while to get cleared from that, and then I was on the fence about either staying in or getting out because I was coming close to the end of my contract. And uh, I talked to a lot of family and friends, kind of, trying to get people's opinions, like, what should I do? Should I should I get out and do my own thing, or should I stay in and do this public affairs job? And basically everybody was like, look, this is what you like to do. You like to shoot photos. You like to shoot videos. You should go for it. They're going to pay you to do it. <laughs> you should, you should <laughs> jump on it. So I said, sure. I went ahead and extended my contract for two more years and went to school uh, last year, About a, just about a year ago, in December of last year. Got back from school in May of this year. So I'm just really starting out my public affairs career, and so far it's been awesome. Um, I definitely have no regrets that I, that I stuck around. I'm glad y'all uh, uh, were patient with me for how long it took me to get here, um, but it's been really awesome so far. I've already met lots of cool people, got to shoot cool videos of the Best Warrior competition and some other things too that I never would have gotten to do if I hadn't come here. So I'm really excited to see where, where my career goes from here.
0: Well, that's awesome. I think everybody definitely has a unique story and it's cool to be able to talk to those who get to experience those things. Because like Boffin was saying, we honestly do have one of the coolest jobs in the Army because we get to go see all these different things and training and exercises and MOSs that people do across the state. And we don't have to go through the training to do it. <laughs> we just get to go see it. Like, we get to fly in helicopters. I've shot multiple weapon systems. I've experienced things that I probably never would have experienced if I wasn't in this career field. And it's and at the same time, we're telling the story of the guard. And it's documenting it in history as well, because people can go back 10, 15 years, and they can look at our YouTube and our social media when it was around <laughs> and see, like, project products and things that we've done over time. And... It's cool to go out and somebody say, oh, you're the person that's on the podcast, or oh, I know Sergeant Cash, and he um, has been out and done different things, or Sergeant Boffin and stuff, so it's nice to put a name to a face, because a lot of times, like, if they see our products, they see our name in the caption line, but they don't really know who we are, or where we come from, or anything like that, so it's nice to be able to Put our faces out and say, "Hey, we are public affairs. We're here to tell your story, and this is why we love doing what we do." So, but certain Cashin, I know that you're um you're getting ready to retire soon, and you're chomping at the bit. But is there any advice that because you've been around for so long, you've seen things change so much over time? Is there any advice or any just words of wisdom that you would like to give, not only just us but anybody who's in the guard? You know,
1: you touched on something a minute ago that. It's one of the most fascinating parts of our of our story and our jobs and that is we get to go around and we see a lot of different mm-hmm. MOSs. We see the aviation guys as they fly here and there. We see the logistics people, the you know the really behind the scenes kind of folks that make things happen that nobody ever really sees we see the combat arms kind of people when they're training you know i I, i've always found that to be the most fascinating one of the most fascinating parts of our job but you know if you want to if you're looking for a career field that allows you to do that then then look into public affairs you know look into that you know reach out make some phone calls you know call you know call me look me up you know i, I still have a few months left I, you know reach we've out to public affairs sense. and, and oh, do do we've got vacancies <laughs> yes we do we're always looking for uh for good people and 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 i i've been you know fortunate and, and very blessed to have, you know, welcomed the three of y'all into the unit. Uh, you guys have done, uh, you know, just fa- fabulous stuff. And, you know, we're so, so blessed to have you in the 108. But, uh, yeah, I mean, if you, you want to do something different, you want a, a different perspective on the guard, you want to help tell the guard story. You know look at public affairs we've, we've got we've got spots for people and you know you talk about the the advancements that have taken place and you know I mentioned you know you know t- the technology has gotten it, it's so different now you know when I came in as a videographer slash broadcaster you know 21 years ago I don't know if anybody remembers the big beta cameras you know <laughs> with, the, with that you uh, they were so heavy and mm-hmm. it, you just I mean the, the tripods are I mean you know just to lug the camera and the tripod I mean you had to be a, a physical East mm-hmm. just to do that and then to, you know, to shoot and then edit video it was all uh, it's called linear and i don't want to get too technical about it uh but you know now it's it's a, it's a non-linear thing where you have you have the, the camera they they can't see this but it's a, just a you know, dslr mm-hmm. camera and you you shoot this video and you can download it on a computer and boom, you know, ten minutes you can have a video. It, it wasn't like that twenty <laughs> something years ago, I promise you that. And yeah, you know, just, just that sort of advancement has, has been, you know, truly fascinating. You know, imagery you can download and have you know on the on the on the web within within seconds with a camera. hmm you know, the written word, the typewriter, used to be the way that you'd hammer out an article. You know, you type it out on a typewriter and, and, and mail it in or whatever. But now you just got a word processor, boom, you can have a written article done in minutes. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it's just, it's fascinating. And, and the technology, you know, keeps changing all the time. You know, what what is today uh, will be outdated three days from now.
0: Yeah, exactly. We (laughs) have that problem all the time with our job.
1: (laughs) I mean, it's just crazy. But, yeah, I mean, I I would suggest anybody that wants to do something different, you want to see something fascinating, you want to help tell the guard story, you know, which other people are not going to do, Looking at public affairs, it's a a great career field. And when I retire, I'll I'll have a smile on my face and I'll be able to say, you know what, I I did something that I really, truly enjoyed. And, and, you know, hopefully it made a difference. I don't know. Maybe (laughs) it did, but it's been a lot of fun.
0: I think everybody's made a difference in public affairs in some way, shape, or form throughout the years. But I really appreciate all of y'all stopping by and doing a podcast with me. Um, hopefully, we'll get you guys on some more so that it's not just me and Sergeant Andrews, but I definitely appreciate it. And for those of you who are listening and watching, whenever you're out and you're at your training or your drill weekends and stuff, and you see someone walking around with a camera, it's probably one of our guys. So stop and thank them, like pick their brain, ask them questions and stuff, because they're always willing to talk to everybody.
1: And we're not there to, you know bust anybody out we're there to tell your story Mm -hmm. you know we we want you to get the good publicity about this i mean we're behind the cameras we're behind the microphones we're there to tell your story we're not there to you know to to, to harm our calls i mean we wouldn't be having these jobs if that that's what we did we're there to tell the guard story and let the public know the great things that our soldiers and airmen are doing on a day-to-day basis Mm-hmm. that's just it we're not trying to catch you we're not one of the like
2: l- everybody loves to talk about themselves but we love to talk about you yes <laughs> and show you in in the best way possible because um, guys out there in the guard the ladies guys everybody in the guard everybody in every branch of the military I mean y'all are doing great stuff and we're here for you <laughs> yep
0: All right. Well, for everyone watching and listening, if you like this video, make sure you give it a big thumbs up. If you haven't subscribed to our channel, make sure you hit the subscribe button and we will catch you in the next episode.